Welcome to the latest addition to the Compliance Podcast Network, the podcast 10 for 10, which brings you the week's top 10 compliance stories curated together in one podcast each week. Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, brings you the compliance professional stories you need to be aware of at the end of your busy week. Sit back, and in 10 minutes, hear about the stories every compliance professional should be aware of. Every Saturday, 10 for 10 highlights the most important news, insights, and analysis for the compliance professional, all curated by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. Get your weekly filling of compliance stories with 10 for 10. Hosted by Tom Fox. 10 for 10 is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Stories from the week ending July 29th. That's the end of July is here. We begin with two stories about the fight against corruption in Ukraine. One from the Financial Times and a second from Euronews. The fight against corruption in Ukraine will be critical to the rebuilding of the country after the end of the, Rus- the, war, the Russian war against Ukraine. And President Zelensky is leading this charge and has warned government, government officials and lawmakers that personal enrichment and betrayal will not be tolerated. He is focusing in on uh, military at this point, but according to the uh, Euro News article, he is also, or rather this is also a part of uh, Ukraine's push to join the EU and NATO membership. Um, Obviously, the war will have a large part to do with both of these, but the fight against corruption will be critical for an EU membership as that is a cornerstone of uh, how the EU views the country should run itself. Ukraine has received uh, the lowest rankings of any European or close to European countries uh, in the most recent TI or, or in recent TICPIs, uh, even lower than Hungary. So this entrenched corruption will be a key part of the fight against, uh, or rather, um, joining both of these organizations. NATO may have a different focus, but in the long run, the EU membership will probably be the one that Kiev most wants. Uh, Next up, from the Associated Press, the SEC new rules around cyber disclosure have gone into effect, and this will uh, really have a sea change, I think, around cyber disclosure as companies now must disclose within four days uh, after uh, discovery of a material breach. Obviously, companies have done everything they can to hide their cybersecurity breaches in the past, and disclosure will certainly help the investing public uh, going forward. So kudos to the SEC, uh, Republican commissioners on the board, um, as you would have expect, are against any sort of public disclosure which might help investors but the Democratic majority was able to push that through. Um, 1MDB, yes, it's still hanging around. 
As reported by Bloomberg, a former bank chief testified against the country's former ex-prime minister, uh, Najib Razak, in a trial linked to 1MDB. Uh, the former banker said she expressed concern on the rising debt at the state fund and had no knowledge, of course, that money was being siphoned off by the former PM, his wife, and, of course, J-Lo. So the 1MDB corruption still resonates and still is uh, under not simply investigation, but justice is slowly turning in that case. It truly was one of the world's greatest scams and corruption scandals ever. Our next story is about Cognizant, uh, Cognizant Technologies, and the trial of two former uh, execs, the former president and former uh, general counsel, are both uh, have both been indicted and are scheduled for trial in October. This story comes to us from the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, and the individuals had tried to claim that the Department of Justice actually uh, was the control the investigation which led to the underlying uh, self-reporting by Cognizant, and because of that, uh, no, since no criminal federal criminal procedural guidelines were followed, uh, there should be some sort of sanctions or case dismissal. The court uh, thoroughly investigated this. Kudos to the court for having a hearing on it, having full discovery on it. And the court concluded the Department of Justice did not uh, it direct this investigation, and it was done by Cognizant on Cognizant's behalf for Cognizant's own business reasons. So uh, a very significant case in the FCPA world. Next up, another article from the Financial Times, the German company DWS is closing in on settlement over its greenwashing scandal. DWS is, uh, has uh, put aside 21 million euros to pay regulators as Germany's largest asset manager tries to close out this scandal, which has bedeviled it over the past several years. It will probably also include a settlement with the SEC, uh, but it's one of the first big cases around greenwashing, so that makes it uh, significant. Next up, from the Wall Street Journal, uh, SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried, is still in trouble. And SBF, um, the court is, uh, the prosecutor is seeking to revoke his prosecution, I'm sorry, his bail and send him to jail because of his attempts to uh, intimidate witnesses, um, influence juries through releases of personal private, and other information that the court has held uh, should not be released. Uh, SBF's lawyers uh, have characterized these interactions as innocuous outreach to a colleague, um, and that one setting up of a virtual private network was to watch football online. So it's unclear what the court will do, but SBF continues to uh, really push the line on what um, a defendant under bail can do. Next up, from uh, the Wall Street Journal, the Department of Justice has revamped its crypto team, so the National Crypto Enforcement Team will become a permanent fixture of the agency and will receive a new chief. So um, I would anticipate more crypto enforcement when you have a unit set uh, directly for that. That's what you typically get from the Department of Justice. 
uh, from Reuters, uh, Altice, the Portuguese telecom company, uh, their CEO, or rather co-founder, was arrested on corruption charges. Uh, this relates to bid rigging and other nefarious conduct inside of Portugal, and uh, this is a major blow for Altice, but it's a major step for Portugal to fight in its own fight against corruption. So it's going to be interesting to see how all of this will play out uh, in Portugal. And our final story also comes to us from the Financial Times, and it really talks about what has happened to consultancies in China since the institution of national security raids over the last uh, 6 to 12 months. Uh, This has been a disaster for U.S. businesses in China. Uh, Management consultancies have had to pull back. Some have closed their office. Uh, McKinsey, Boston Consulting Group, and others uh, have, and Bain, as well as others, are struggling to do business in China because of this Chinese uh, attacks against them now. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of 10 for 10. As I mentioned in prior episode, this is the one request I've received most often from podcast listeners of the Daily Compliance News to put together a summary at week's end so that every compliance professional can catch up on the news quite quickly. So I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review this new podcast edition to the Compliance Podcast Network family, 10 for 10. If you've got an idea for a podcast, I'd love to hear from you. I start many shows based upon ideas from listeners. So give me a shout. You can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. 10 for 10 is a proud member of the Compliance Podcast Network.